Welcome back to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm your host, Maddox. Joined by me is my co-host, Jack. We cover Canby Athletics and interview coaches and players to get a better insight on what's going on. On today's episode, we start off with our segment of highlights and lowlights, followed by a recap of the boys' and girls' basketball games, swimming, and wrestling. We wrap up today with a great interview with swimmers Avery Kennanen and Jack Hayhurst. Jack, we're back for episode six of the podcast, but today's a little different because somebody has COVID and we have to be remote today. Jack's at home. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, Friday was a little rough. Got a little COVID exposure, but we'll be back. How's, how's the Next COVID? Week? How's the uh, dude, quarantine life treating you? I'm nice, dude. We had some gnarly games of Fortnite today. <laughs> Just uh, balling out with uh, P. Myers and Alex and those boys just all the quarantiners from the basketball outbreak sounds like most of the boys basketball team was hit hard by this I was talking to Connor Gensman dad and he, Connor Gensman's dad and he said there's only four like basketball players on the varsity team who didn't have to quarantine dude I know so it's are, rough so are, is boys basketball like are we not gonna have games next week probably not no because we will we will because uh, outbreak was Friday, and it's a the new uh, guidelines are only five days. Yeah, but I think they have a game Tuesday. No, Dagon got canceled. So it is getting canceled. It, no, it was already canceled. Okay, I was like, no, it was canceled way prior. Okay, because um, we're going into league now. So yeah. So we have a league game Friday against Tualatin at home. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start with the highlight? Yeah, so um, my highlight is all of Canby sports are finally back. Like, for a while, it was just basketball, mm-hmm. and now we have both wrestling and swimming, and they both did really good. Yeah, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but yeah, I did see that all Canby sports are back now that we're done We're done with winter break. So that was good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got another highlight. Um, so we know Jack Joyce is very big on recruiting here on the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, Deion Sanders at Jackson State crazy uh recruiting scheme again they picked up kevin coleman is he the number four wide receiver yeah he was the number four wide receiver in the 2022 class i mean i think it was pretty crazy oregon was one of his top five options i was very disappointed to see him did you watch the video though did you see the video the the prop guy totally fumbled he uh-huh. he goes to like put a like a um a vest on him like a suit and he like yeah, drops like it and then he like jackets. he's like he's like put it on me put it on me and then he's just like fumbling <laughs> for it and then he finally puts it on but it kind of ruined the moment. Yeah, he's like, uh, the interviewer is like, why do you want to go to Jackson State? And he's like, why not go to play with the best primetime baby? <laughs> How much are they paying? I mean, why him? not go join? I guess we'll never yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we'll have to look into that NIL deal. <laughs> I need one of those. Don't we all? Uh, what else do you got? What um, do you got for highlight? My first highlight is playoff football is about to start. We got the national yes, championship game on Monday, Alabama versus Georgia SEC championship rematch. I'm very excited to watch that. You know, got a root for my boy Dan Lenning. They're Georgia's defensive coordinator Dude. is going to be Oregon's head coach next year. You know, shut down Michigan in the semifinals against the future yeah, number one pick. That was a tough game. So that game to watch. was very exciting to watch. And, I mean, Duck fans all around should be very excited for the, for football next year. That they should. Um, so 
I know it's highlights and lowlights, but I got kind of like an on notice thing. Uh huh. The Chargers and the Raiders. Yes, can I did both want to make talk it about to this. the playoffs if they tie. Tie. Yes, the, the, I, dude. So I missed most of this because I was running during like the span of these games, but mm-hmm. so what had to happen today is the um, Jaguars had to beat the Colts. Yes, and, and they blew them out. And One by twenty. I did not see this coming because the Jaguars are like were like two and fourteen, and the Colts yeah, and they were, were significant head coachless, and they were like they no head coach. Dude, I'm pretty sure the Colts were like ten point favorites. Uh huh. It was ridiculous and to see. All they needed was a win to clinch the playoffs. Right now, the game is uh, it's seven to ten Chargers uh, losing by the Raiders, losing to the Raiders. Um. So. They're not. They're not kneeling every drive like but people were saying. They're part going of me. To. Part of me wants one of the team no tie because I want to see Big Ben in the playoffs. I want Big Ben one, one more playoff shot. Dude, imagine at the like the last seconds, someone just nails like a sixty-five yarder to win the game. Just Slater. Slater just goes up there with a. I think that would be. I think it would have been super cool though if they just both like just mutually agreed let's tie and not jeopardize the other team of a playoff spot because if we tie we're both in. But like, that would probably that would that would ruin the the that would ruin the integrity. (laughs) But dude, again back to Oregon football. Justin Herbert and Marcus Mariota in the playoffs. Yeah, but how many times Mariota gonna go? Dude, he gets in. Like he runs, he runs read options every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, Derek Carr's playing one hell of a season, though. Yeah, definitely. He's playing really good. It's because he wears eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna recap the boys. Hey, I'm not then, done. I'm uh, not done. I'm not done. Okay, okay. My other highlight is tonight. Clay Thompson is back. Oh shoot! I never saw that. Yeah, so Clay Thompson, shooting guard for the um, Golden State Warriors. So two years ago, he's playing in the NBA Finals, um, Game Seven against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Tears his ACL, out for that next season. He comes back. He comes back. Tears his ACL again, <laughs> and he he's been out for almost two years now. Like, dude, the last time a lot he played, of people just want to see the guy play. Dude, I'm pretty sure the last time he played in like an NBA game, we were like freshmen in high school. Well, I mean, last time we went to more than two trimesters of school was freshman year. High That's also true. So, so a lot of a lot of bad things happening. After I saw I saw year. some weird like Instagram graphic. That's like when Clay Thompson was like playing like Old Town Road was like the number one song in the charts, <laughs> and like it was just a bunch of like things like that. Dude, and everyone's so scared too because he's going to the twenty nine and nine hot, uh, like insanely good Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they're a very good basketball team. And I mean, everyone's just saying, "Oh, Golden State's so good," but like they're about to they get lost like, a lot oh, of their. They're yeah. about to get a lot better. I know they're about to be like Link Academy at the LSI. Eh, probably a little bit better than them. Well, I mean, compared to the Oregon, Oregon <laughs> right. teams. Do you have any low um, lights? I, well, quarantine. Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> mine yeah. was that we were remote today. This has been a little weird having I you know. on Zoom. The chemistry's been a little off. It's just a different vibe. I know. Well, uh, next next week, hopefully, according to plan, we will be back. Yeah, but fingers crossed. 
didn't want to chance anything. Yeah, and COVID's been like spreading like crazy. So, dude, I know. Who knows what'll even happen? And that was your low light, was yeah, that we were remote today. Just been all right. So now, do I have the green light to go to the recap? Yeah, go for it. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, recapping the boys' basketball. Um, on Tuesday, we faced off against Scapus. We uh, won forty six to twenty eight. Future league team next year. I know, but uh, I'm I'm gonna be really happy when we play them in the league next year <laughs> because <laughs> we played forty six to twenty eight. Oh, absolute goodness. shootout! It was a blowout. Oh yeah, crazy blowout. But we really just put in our backup set in the fourth quarter. Shout out Scapus had a really cool looking court. I saw the film. And shout out Dallas Michael for scoring his first varsity points. Oh yeah! Wow, good clap. Oh yeah, clap it up. Love to see the I young. Hear my clap. <laughs> yes, love to see the young guys <laughs> getting some exposure and getting in. Exactly. Um, and then so on Thursday came to play McMinnville. We won forty-eight to forty-four in a very scary game. We were up seventeen going into the fourth quarter, and then just fumbled the bag. Uh, we got the McMinnville Bears or whatever they're called. They came back and Grizzlies. Um, Grizzlies. Yes, Grizzlies. I, I knew it was like a bear, but like I was like bears. Like that didn't sound right. So um, they came back to a two point game, and then finally Peyton Myers was like, "Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to. I'll score some points," and then uh, dropped a twenty bomb, and the Canby Cougars pulled it out one by four. So two and zero this week for um, the boys. Yes, 2-0 and this week for the boys. But I think the thing that really happened is we were just shooting threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's Up 17, good. we were just letting it loose. And yeah. then we only scored six points in the fourth. Six? Yeah. Yikes. It was bad. Hey, a win's all, a win. I'm pretty sure all of them were free throws. A win's a win in my book, so I'm not going I'm I'm to put down a Camby Cougs loss. Or win. It wasn't a loss. Win, it was a win. win. That's on me. That's on me. Win, 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 win. So now transitioning over to girls basketball. Um, earlier in the week, they had a game versus McKay that was canceled due to COVID within the McKay program. So they only Real had bummer. one. They had one game this week against McNary, the other Mick team, um, uh, and they lost yeah. twenty-nine to forty-five. So not a good look. And again, it is impossible to find stats for girls basketball games. So if someone has a source out there, please hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I um, I know that the the whole team was bummed for McKay because uh, like we had a huge a huge little student section and stuff, and a lot of people were going to show up to that game. I was going to show up to that game. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Huge student section. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to recap wrestling now. They had. We need a to go to a wrestling great meet. Great week. We need to I go know. to a wrestling meet. Well, no. No uh, fans were allowed. Yeah, that, I did. I did see that at McMinnville. I was gonna show up. So, do we own McMinnville this week? Since we won the uh, McMinnville tournament. Yeah, we need that sweatshirt, like um, or the shirt that the Green Bay Packers Alan Lazard. Oh yeah, was yep, yep. I, I still own you. Yeah. So I think yeah. Canby owns McMinnville for now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Any for sport, now, any <laughs> any sport anywhere will take yeah. him. Yeah, call up the line, Camby Sports. We will take you on McMinnville. Um, so Camby went into the 16-team tournament or tournament. Words, are, Words hard. are very hard, like you said. Um, and we came out with the big win. We had five wrestlers go to the finals, including Cash Montgomery, Ethan Ensrud, 
Ty Ewers, Thomas Marquez, and Jackson Doman. Wow. Um, yeah, Ty was the only one to win his finals match, but um, all of them going to the finals helped push Camby to win. And we were two wrestlers short. Wow. So, so great, great week to be a Camby wrestler. Right. And shout out to Coach uh, Jeremy Enzer. We had him on. Oh, yeah. We need to get a wrestler on soon. Dude, it's I know. It's the one athlete. Well, we after we. Yeah, after we go to a wrestling match, because we will be big wrestlers. That is on my 2022 New Year's resolution. That is a Cougar Country promise. Yes. And those are hard to come by, those promises. Exactly. All right, you up. So transitioning over to swimming, the girls had a big win over Lake Ridge. They won 107-63 to with how the point scoring goes. cow. Yeah, so got a lot of notes from this because there are a lot of swimming events. Let's take oh, yeah. notes down. I was like, wow. Okay. So the girls, Dude. to start, they won the 200 medley relay. Um, and you guys will see later in the episode, we talked to Avery Kennedy, who is on this team. So she'll dive into that a little more. That was a swimming pun. <laughs> <laughs> and then Callie Mole won the 200 meter freestyle by 17 seconds. 17? Yes. Isn't that, isn't like, can you go 50 meters in 17 seconds. I got a feeling like she beat, she won by like a full um, length of a pool. Cause like 17 seconds is hey, a lot. The source that I read said she won by 17 seconds. Dude, if you better check your sources and if they are true, we have got to shout her out. Hey, it was, it was the Canby Herald. So shout out the Canby oh, Herald. So shout out the Canby Herald and shout out that swimmer. Yeah. Crazy. Avery Kennanen and Amanda Yancey won first and second in the individual medley. And then they ended Ow. with a win in the 400 freestyle relay. And then, Dubs. The, and then the boys unfortunately lost 97 to 73. Pretty close. against Also against Lake Ridge. Yes. Um, but they won the 200 medley relay. Uh, Hunter uh, Derisa won the 200 meter freestyle. And then Jack Hayhurst, who's also coming on today, finished second in the 200-meter individual medley. Wow. Very impressive for the Camby swim team. Yeah, a lot of Ws to go around. Oh, that is for sure. That's all I got. Yes. So uh, we are going to transition onto our interview with Avery Kennan and Jack Hayhurst. We are now joined by our Jack's... Guests, Avery Kennan and Jack Hayhurst. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. So, um, you guys are both swimmers at Canby. Um, I want you guys both to talk about how you guys got into swimming. I can go first. I didn't start swimming till I was like nine. Jack started way before me, but I started at, I did lessons and Penguin Club at the swim center, and then I did swim team, and then high school when I started at high school. So. I don't know. I just really liked swimming. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do swim team. And then I did it and I loved it. So, yeah, I've been doing swim lessons since I was just a tiny little guy. And I started going to the Cami pool and eventually just worked my way up. And they told me I should join swim team, gave it a shot back in second grade. And I've been doing it ever since. So, so you, both of you guys sound like you started from a pretty young age. That's yeah, definitely. Um, what, like, is there something that like stands out about it or, is it just, I don't know, you just have a passion for it or what? Um, I just kind of started it, and once I started enjoying it, I just started to see what whatever it was all about and just really 
just kept on going and i just i love it now mm-hmm. Avery? i just yeah. like never wanted to get out of the water when i was younger we would always go to like the river or the lake and i just never wanted to get out so then i did swim lessons and i did the little mini swim team and it was just really fun and i liked i like competing so it's always been fun for me absolutely oh yeah um so, so like what oh yeah jack go Ooh. sorry oh uh, i was gonna say like where like how did you get to where you are today when you're like swimming like did you always like practice every day because i know that's kind of hard to do at the pool i don't know for the longest time i only practiced like five days a week but now i do a lot more and it's like we do stuff outside of the water too it's not just in Mm -hmm. the water so lots of practice yeah it it definitely takes some work um you it's hard because you see a lot of improvement really quickly as you pick up how to do the strokes and then you kind of slow down once you start knowing how to do the strokes and you have to work a little bit harder but um we do practice six days a week now and so wow it's it's a lot of work but i i love it yeah i bet so um speaking of like the different strokes and stuff can i want you guys to both talk about like what events you do and kind of explain how they work because I know swimming is different where you have like all different types of strokes so kind of touch on that a little bit all right so uh in high school swim you do two relays and then two individual events and so the relays have four people each um I do the four medley relay so one person does each of the four strokes but I also do the 200 individual medley so I do all four strokes in the 200 and I also do the 100 backstroke and so those are like my three specialty swims that I swim every meet okay okay so I also do the 200 medley relay me and three other awesome girls do it together and then I do the 2IM also both of us do that but I've also been doing the 100 back this year. I don't normally do that, but I've been doing that, and it's different. It's fun. But I always do the 100 fly, the butterfly, so that's fun, yeah. Is there one that's, like, yeah. deemed, like, the hardest to do, to, to either, like, be really good at or to, like, pick up? Just, I don't know. I would say a lot of people say butterfly is the hardest stroke or oh, breaststroke. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as physically demanding goes, butterfly is definitely one of the harder ones. Um but breaststroke, it's all about technique and timing. Um, I'm not a good breaststroker, uh, but the people that are good breaststrokers make it look effortless. Breaststroke so. is hard. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I agree. It's definitely hard. So. Oh yeah. So, uh, Jack, last year you guys, um, well, both the boys and the girls went to state last year. But um, what was that like state uh, like experience like for swimming? Because you guys sent a lot of people i mean it it was crazy it's so it was at a really really nice facility um and with like this giant high dive and there's so many people and it's just when there's swimmers in the water it's just crazy loud in the building and oh yeah and it's a 50 meter pool but it's 25 yards across so we're swimming across the pool just on one end of it and so we're over and we're underneath the high dive filled with this just massive building with a ton of other high schoolers and it's just loud and everybody's cheering on their teammates and it, it was just an awesome experience that's awesome avery how about you because uh you went too huh uh, yeah 
I think it was really fun. I agree. I feel like state especially gets really exciting because everyone like that's like it's a really fast meet. So it's super exciting and swimming's fun. And it's when you get those close races between people, the stands get really loud and people start cheering and it gets really exciting. And I feel like swimmers definitely feed off of that energy. Like I know I did. Oh, yeah. It definitely helped me get more excited to swim. So that was fun. That was my freshman year. Mm -hmm. That was exciting. So. So you guys, um, so obviously everyone's been dealing with COVID and stuff. How did that affect your guys' last swim season? Was it harder to get into a pool or in like affect, in that affect your training and all that? I, high school swimming was very off and on for a while during COVID. It was like we would practice for like a month and then we would shut down for two and then we'd come back and practice for a month and then we'd shut down and then we'd swim and we'd get some swim meets, which was exciting. We got some away meets last year. That was cool. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um, a lot less people showed up. So uh, yeah, I bet. the guys, we only had seven guys wow. the whole season. Oh, yeah. um, like just varsity? Just, yeah, so it was just seven varsity guys because um, wow. that's all we could do. And it it was crazy because we were still doing well because those seven guys were people who had been swimming for a long time. But it was it was just a weird feeling. You couldn't even have two relays in the same heat because – you only had seven dudes you needed eight to do that so yeah that's crazy that's crazy um so avery your you guys' girls team is 2 and 0 this season yes you guys have had two very impressive victories why do you think that is i don't know i think everyone was just really excited to swim like we haven't had this is the most normal swim season we've had since my freshman year i'm a junior now and I think everyone's just excited to swim. And I think we've all been working really hard in practice and trying to create like a super fun and exciting team atmosphere. I feel like the mood in the pool is just super exciting during meets. Like everyone's excited to get out and swim and try and get the fastest race. Like even with COVID right now, like we're trying to just treat every meet like it's the last one for a while. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to swim as fast as possible. And it, we're just getting excited. Everyone goes and cheers for each other at the end of the lanes. It's super mm -hmm. fun so oh yeah how like what pushes you guys when you guys are like swimming because like you guys can can't really hear people can you kind of i mean during turns you can yeah you can kind of hear people yeah. one, one thing that's always been crazy to me is that no matter how much cheering there is in the building you can always hear your coach's voice yes no matter that's what crazy. The, your coach's voice always just you can always hear them and then also like when you breathe to your side and freestyle, your coach is on the wall and he'll be like pointing and like making hand gestures to like speed you up. It's stressful and sometimes. So, mm -hmm. but, so your coach is kind of one, the one like pushes you the most? Yeah. Either? Yeah. yeah the, your coach is definitely like if you are curious how you're doing in the race, you look to where your coach is and they're either telling you, to, well, they're almost always telling you to speed up, but it's. Yeah, you just look for your coach, and you can hear them yeah. too. Is it weird, like when, well, like when you're swimming, it's kind of hard to like see who, how everyone else is doing. So you, do you just have to rely on your coach to figure out like how you're doing because you can't obviously see who's ahead of you and who's behind you. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. You can you can sometimes snag a quick look, but a lot of time, if you're looking, you're messing up your stroke. Right, and so. Uh, if it's a close race and like your coach sees that they'll point to the next person and they'll 
point and just like say go get them go get them go get them and so if they're in the lane right next to you you can see them easily but beyond that it's really hard to see where people are at the one stroke i feel like you can't really see people in is when you're doing backstroke like if you're close in a race with someone i feel like you can't see them i don't know if that's how it is for you oh 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 for sure yeah backstroke it's really hard to race against people next to you because i mean you're on your back looking at the ceiling so you can't really see neck see next to you at all right you can see people in fly though i've definitely if people are ahead of me i can tell kind of i peripheral vision and stuff so that's so like weird to me because like i run and stuff and like i can always turn my head and like see who's in front of me or like see who's directly in front of me or directly behind me so that i feel like that'd be a weird adjustment for me to make yeah yeah i mean it's almost like oh you go jack (laughs) uh, i was just gonna say like if you turn your head in a race sometimes that's the difference between you getting first and second like races can be that close and turning your head can mess you up that much this is this is coming from a someone who doesn't know a lot about swimming if you like mess up like if you do like a wrong stroke or something are you like penalized for that yes so you just yeah you're dq'd okay Okay. you've got officials on the deck and so you have to do the stroke a certain way if you do it wrong you're just disqualified just like that okay they're picky too they're very picky have any of you had a any disqualifications not in a while i feel like uh, not not recently but definitely the first <laughs> the first year and a half i got disqualified on breaststroke every time i swam it so i remember the <laughs> oh f- my god the first time i ever swam 100 back when i was like 10 i pushed off every wall on my stomach and you're not allowed to do that because it's backstroke and i got dq'd i think four times in one race because i pushed off the wall on my stomach each time so do you know right away if you're disqualified or do you find out after? Um, Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some times where I think I get disqualified and I don't. Um, but the official raises their hand okay. to let, like, the whole pool know that they've seen a disqualification. Um, then they write a slip and the slip goes to your coach and then they give it to you. Okay. And then your time doesn't count. So. Yeah. So, um... Like, you guys swim in a lot of places. What do you think, like, is the coolest place you swim at? I know mine right off the bat. Mine's Arizona. We have, we've been to a swim meet before in Arizona, and that's fun. It Where wasn't at? for high school, but. Where at? Oro Valley. It's, like, right in a... the middle of Phoenix and Tucson. Okay. Where'd you go there for? Um, It was just a swim meet. It was a club meet that we were doing. So, that was, I just, we swam a that's ton of cool, stuff. That's cool, though. Yeah. Was, was it outdoor? Do you guys travel yeah. a lot? Not a ton, actually. Yeah. Right? I don't think so. Uh, no, we, so we don't that travel that out, much. Then. So that that one was really cool. Because um, if we do travel, it's usually inside the state. Like, the biggest yeah. travel meet that happened for a long time was Bend. Oh, yeah. And other than mm. that, everything else was within about an hour or so. But So you mentioned that pool was outdoor. Is there, like, a big difference between outdoor and indoor swim meets? Yes. Yeah, definitely. You guys want to explain that a little bit? (laughs) Well, so outside, it's, I mean, obviously there's more air, like more fresh air, but that's one, but I don't really notice a difference in that. But if it's sunny when you're outside, Mm -hmm. it gets really bright, and then sometimes you can't see, like especially if you're doing backstroke and you can't see where you're going, that oh, can so be a problem. Almost, so you're almost just blinding yourself with your goggles. Kind you're, of, uh, okay, yeah. I can see how that works. It helps to have, like, mirrored goggles, which I think everyone pretty much has anyways. But if you can't really see where you're going outside and you're trying to do backstroke or even 
any stroke on your stomach if the sun gets in your eyes that's very bothersome so i don't know what do you think uh yeah it's it's definitely different um i i honestly prefer swimming outside if it's raining and dark just because it makes it easier you don't have the sun and like the feeling of the rain while you're swimming it just it feels really weird but because i do a lot of backstroke and so swimming backstroke in an outdoor pool is very difficult because in an indoor pool i look at the ceiling and that's how i know i'm going in a straight line mm-hmm. in an outdoor pool i don't have anything to look at you have the clouds so, in the sky and yeah the I, I i have to use clouds trees or like sit my head up and use the lane line next to me but it's definitely a little way astronomy different. class <laughs> yeah get aligned with the stars <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't like swimming in the rain i don't oh. it bothers me so much i i like it because then like some steam starts rising off of the pool that and cool. it just it just changes the atmosphere okay interesting i've never heard yeah. that before um so <laughs> do so, i can imagine races kind of get like you can have pre-race nerves or whatever what's your guys's like pre-race routine like to kind of get your mind right our relay has like this whole ritual we do before every single relay like so we do a prayer and then we do um a little handshake and then we jump up and down and we do that before every single relay we have to swim together so that's the relay thing other than that i don't really have much i kind of just sit there and i shake out or i just i'm like oh my god okay this is gonna be so fun and then i swim (laughs) yeah the guys relay we did something my sophomore year but we haven't really done anything anymore we just kind of like get in a circle kind of hype each other up a little bit but like when i'm by myself i'll i'll like try and like talk and joke around with friends to like help those pre-race nerves but then once it starts getting closer i like to put my goggles on my cap on and then i just kind of go quiet and i just get in a zone and just focus on my race and kind of shake my arms, shake my legs, just make sure everything's nice, loose, warmed up, and get ready to go. Nice. Solid. So um, you guys didn't have, an like, not a long season last year. So, like, what are your goals for this year? I know our coach talked about trying to win some races at districts. I think that would be a really good goal. So, yeah, I mean, I, our team definitely feels like it's the best it's been in the four years I've swam here. I, agree. I, I definitely feel like we could have a chance to do really well at districts this year. The girls are looking great. Uh, the guys are looking really good too. And solid. We, we beat Tigered really badly and they've beaten us the past three years. So it's just kind of feeling good. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. I think one of my goals is I want us girls to break the 200 medley relay record again because my freshman year we broke it three times in one season so I want to I I want to get that broken again I think that would be really cool state um it's just the school record so we broke it once at like a mid season meet and then we broke it at districts and we broke it at state so, so what do you guys want wow. like ob- do you like a state on your oh sorry that yeah no definitely for sure i think that's definitely a good goal i think all of us want to go state. Yeah. i want to get lots of boys and lots of girls there this oh yeah year. definitely i mean state state's the end goal right um, like mm-hmm. you think districts and 
you want to try and place well as districts so you can go to state. Yeah. And how does that play? How does placing work with all that, or is it more time based? So. There's okay. So at a swim meet, at districts at a swim meet, there's prelims and there's finals, and districts Uh is two days. So So it's it's similar to track. Yeah. So prelims, you do that, and then the top six, I think it's six at districts. There's no B finals, right? it's something like that. Yeah. It's either the, I think it's top six or whatever the pool is, top eight, um, come back and they swim finals. And then um, the top the person who wins the event at districts automatically goes to state. And then if you make the qualifying cut, you also go to state. So you don't have to necessarily win to be able to go to state. As long as you make a cut, you're good. Yeah. There, there's a certain time you have to hit. And then after that i think they'll go through and choose the next fastest people that didn't hit the cut just to fill in the lanes at state yeah i think they fill what is it like 24 spots yeah something like that I'm yeah not sure. i think it's 24 all right i got a few more questions for you guys so i was taking notes because i was obviously going to talk about like some of the other like your teammates and how well they did later and like it seems like you guys do like a lot of events does that get like really tiring especially towards the end like with all the relays and then your individuals yeah high school meets go by quickly I remember Amanda the other day who's one of our other swimmers she was doing the 100 breast 100 breaststroke and then she had one heat of men's 100 breaststroke and maybe a heat of 50 JV but I'm not 100% sure basically there was maybe like five minutes in between when she swam the 100 breaststroke and when she had to go do the relay we were doing like high school meets go by very quickly so so excuse me that was I know she was saying that she was very tired do you guys always race back to back kind of yeah it's it's fast my whole freshman year I would do the 200 freestyle relay I'd have a heat of girls 100 backstroke and then I would be up the 100 backstroke and so that is like that is literally less than three minutes in between those two events Jeez. I don't even take my goggles or cap off I literally just stand behind the blocks and wait drink some water maybe maybe yeah. that's it and yeah there's just there's no time to do anything wow yeah Jeez. and then to end um, I kind of wanted to hear you guys' like best or like funniest swimming story that like jumps to mind oh, I don't know you go first I need to think I have a few Well, I definitely have to say my best swimming memory was high school state. Um, We had two seniors on our relay, and so it was their last swim. And, like, we had barely clinched a spot in state. And so we went in, and we actually advanced six spots. And so it was just a great way to send them off. And that that memory is just going to live with me forever. It was just – it was a great experience. Absolutely. I agree. I think I think mine would probably be state too. I had we also had a senior on our relay who had been there for like obviously four years. I was gonna say three years previous, but four years previous, four seasons. And she was going off to college, so it was like her last high school meet. So we were trying to like break the record again. And I remember we went that so that morning or day before in prelims, we broke the record for the 200 medley relay, like I said earlier. And then the next day in finals, because we made finals in that, we went the exact same time. So we didn't break the record, but we went (laughs) the exact same time, and we thought it was really funny. And I think that was, like, a fun little way to, I I agree, like, send her off. That was fun. And she was off swimming in college now, so that's super exciting. 
So that's awesome. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, good luck with the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you. Thank for you. Having us. Yes, thank, thank you guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cougar Country Hometown Sports. And again, we appreciate you guys for all the recent support. Yes, thank you. Next week, we have yet another action packed episode where we recap all sports and interview another great guest. 